Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number 217. This is going up Saturday, August 27th, 2022, for our beautiful patrons, and Wednesday, Monday. I'm shaking it up a bit. Maybe we'll do this permanently. Who knows? We're going to have to shuffle our things around in September. Uh, Monday, August 29th, for everyone else, you can get this into your ear holes. It's a show covering all the games made in Canada, the people who create them, my name's Steve, and it's spelled with a P-H-N-A. Joining me, of course, Steve. That way, we don't get confused. Because if you were also Steven, it'd be like, wait, wait, which one's Steven? And we're doing a whole pointing Spider-Man situation. And no one wants that, except for, I guess, people who like that meme. I mean, officially, I am a, I am Steven. Yeah, but, but uh, podcastically, but I, but I, yeah, I made, I mean, I made the, I made the site well before I knew you existed. And I made my email Steve, so I kind of I set myself up for that. You did, yeah. <laughs> you also picked someone else to join you named Steven. That was the crucial error <laughs> in the whole process. No, but yeah, it just kind of made sense. <laughs> picking, yeah, efficiencies. We yeah. only need to. I was gonna say we only need to print one T-shirt, but we have two different spellings. So, all that to say, you can support these Steves over on Patreon.com/slash Canadian Game Devs back as for Discord perks, two-day early access to this program, game key giveaways every single month, discounts for Canadian gaming events like EGLX. And at the credited patron tier or higher, we will thank you at the end of every episode. Steve, this week we have an update in the Keffel's streamer swatting story. The London-based trans Twitch streamer is, uh, what do you call it, in exile no what do you call it when you flee at a political mm. prisoner a refugee there's a term for the, si- the situation they're in and it is outside of the country they were born in uh we're also going to talk about loads of physical switch games for canadian indies because i know steve you have been just waiting for more games to slap into the top of your switch <laughs> and kick your feet up on the couch and play of course uh, so good news for you and uh, a buttload of gamescom announcements canadians were all over uh canadian joff keely's programming and we'll talk about it nice how you been otherwise steve how did the great migration go at your work oh um yeah i went fine i guess the thing that always is annoying with those things is like it's a lot of work um on the day and then Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like follow-up for quite a bit afterwards of just like, why isn't this here? Why blah, blah, where's this thing? How did we do this part? Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And you kind of don't out, like you allocate a lot of the time to do the migration part. And then afterwards you kind of hope that like, cause it's hard to, it's hard to like expect or, or plan for that stuff. Cause you're just like, well, there's bound to be some things that fuck up. But it's kind of like game development. To, yeah. And so it's just like, uh it's just like oh man some days are just like oh, i hate this <laughs> so it, it's fine it, i mean of all the migrations i've done i've been a part of quite a few of them this one actually went pretty pretty nicely so all right nice definitely my um, least favorite part of tech though of what i do it sucks if, if you would like to get involved in other parts of tech specifically steve the game development side of technology we are advertising some jobs on our website canadiangamedevs.com slash jobs crimson herring studio 
working on Sovereign Syndicate, is looking for a 3D environment artist, um, building a variety of Victorian steampunk interior and exterior spaces that are cohesive, consistent, well-optimized, uh, and work with the design and art teams to build visually interesting and engaging environments the player will want to explore. Wow, that sounds fun. Uh, also looking for a game programmer in Unity. So if you program, you want to work on this Victorian steampunk game, Steve. CRPG. The C is for computer. Check that out. Also, Steve, new job post on the site from Legends of Learnings. And full disclosure, we got the email. We were like, is this a real thing? And we had to like do a little looking around. But Legends of Learning is an educational game company. Uh, they, they have sort of an online uh, platform of games that they claim 10 million students and over 30,000 schools access. Uh, they sort of play the or pay out based on, uh, I believe, like the amount of time people play the games, how many people play the games. They claim the median new game earns 13,000 a year with uh, some getting to 15K, 20K, etc. Um, so if you want to check out how to make a little 10 to 15 minute educational game for this platform, show notes and canadiandevs.com slash jobs. And lastly, the same events we've always been plugging Game Slice 2022, first week of October. That's coming up. Back for its seventh year, an online event uh, where you can watch streams of potentially Steve and I maybe playing some Canadian indie games. That was kind of fun, Steve. That was fun. Um, as well as other people talk. And then Supervest, it's back. Same month, a couple weeks later. Yada, yada, yada. Shuffle some paperwork on that corner. It's all in the show notes. It's all of this year's podcast. It is. Usually. All right, Steve, I got loads of news. Let's start in my home province for now, uh, in Nova Scotia. The illustrious developers over at HB Studios in Lunenburg, where the Blue Nose was built, Steve, uh, have announced a release date as the, well. Wait, the, the what? The, the Blue Nose on the dime. You know, oh, the big, the boat, the big ship? Boat? Yeah, the big boat that was built. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, it was funny. I was there with my my buddy Nick Smith from the game design program I went to, and we were sitting right in front of it while they were like on the side, like scraping shit off and like using gold paint to repaint the literal word blue nose too. And Nick was like, "Oh, that's a nice shift." I'm like, "Yeah, it's the blue nose." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "From the dime." And he's like, "Wait, that was like a real boat." And I like pull out a dime and he like pulled it out and like held it up. And he's like, "Oh shit, it's the boat from the dime." That's like, "Oh my that's god!" Like, he was in front of it and I had no idea. Anyway. Well, Owen Sound has the, the the tugboat. One of the there was two boats on the one dollar bill in Owen Sound. Oh, Theodore, do you have Theodore tugboat? Uh, what do we call it? What is it? I forget what it's called. It would be so There's, funny if Theodore tugboat moved from two blocks from me to like your downtown. Hold on, uh, waterfront. Because we have it outside the the museum that I'm. Like, you have I'm Theodore. I'm gonna have to come visit and see Theodore again because. We'll Hold have done it might the not exact be theater, same don't, don't get hyped up. Don't get hyped up. I think there was only theater and oh, they just had two. 
This is the um, Bowen Sound lore for the listeners. Anca- our beloved Ancaster, the famous boat from the $1 bill, is easily our favorite. People from oh. blah, 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 blah. Boring. Never mind. So, no. The Ancaster. It's a tugboat. And we have it. Well, inferior uh, boats and no game studio at all, really. Unlike Lunenburg, which has <laughs> HV Studios, who are making uh, PGA Tour, all caps, Steve, 2K23. Uh, they are promising... That wait, what was I gonna say? No, Tiger Woods is the executive director. They've announced, which is, I presume, he comes in, looks over everyone's shoulder, goes, "Oh yeah, it looks good," or oh, you should move the animation this way a little bit." Although You're I don't just know. Just like, sure. are you guys working twenty hours a day today? <laughs> um, they should add, you know, those people who will, like wear his mugshot to his events and then like film him <laughs> walking by, and then he always smiles. <laughs> You should have one of those guys in the crowd because that always gets me. Could you imagine? Oh, man, <laughs> this will be... <laughs> anyway, this will be the first project HP Studios has released since being acquired by 2K Games in March of 2021. And, Steve, the first time Tiger Woods will appear on the cover of a video game since EA Sports Tiger Woods PGA Tour 13. So this is another one of those, like, uh, when Insomniac made an Xbox exclusive, like, ah, I'm with your ex now kind of thing with mm. EA and 2K here, the, the dueling sport game oh yeah yeah titans true um are you gonna get pga 2k23 do you have an affinity for golf games at all uh i really liked the the one that they released on wii when it had the first the wii motion plus Mm. because that one was like legit golf like it was i don't know legit but it was like swinging and stuff and it was dope um i haven't played any of them since i assume because it's 2K that there will just be oodles and oodles of microtransaction shit and nonsense in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you do it because like they always make money off of, like the my team stuff. So I guess you'll have like a my golfer and whatever. Um, I don't know. I might I might check it out because I haven't played a golf since those Wii days. Be kind of cool this might be see. the one they have yeah. 2k money now and my friend Chris is a huge golfer like goes frequently a year like and that's my basic bar for being a huge golfer uh and, and he played the last one hb did i think 21 which when it was just like clubhouse or whatever Roy yeah Mac, was it Roy Mac? yeah it's worth noting that they made golf games before and mm-hmm, the 2k several. bought them and just to slapping the tiger woods stuff on it the pga license and put tiger on it yeah so uh steve this monday uh this past monday august 22nd they did a, a live stream and announced a bunch of stuff uh you will be able to play as michael jordan as one of the characters in 2k23 <laughs> and the picture they picked is so good steve they just got him like just after i'm sending it to you in discord ju- just after a drive with the bucket hawk on just staring out in classic <laughs> michael jordan this michael jordan has been this is like a late 40s jordan though this is generous um uh (laughs) furthermore steve this game will feature both playable male and female uh, pga pros which seems to be a huge push this year because they're doing male and female covers for the nhl games for oh yeah which is canadian by the way so we kind of just oh we could yeah just kind of mention they're doing uh oh who is it it's the guy from it's it's uh one from team canada's the girl and and then an Anaheim Ducks. An Anaheim Ducks. I, I'll be honest, like I'm not a big hockey fan. When mm-hmm. they announced that cover, I was, I'm like, I don't know who either of these people are. Nice. And the Anaheim Ducks player is apparently like, 
usually it's it's given to like people who had a really dope season or won some sort of award and stuff like that. This guy has apparently only been in the league for a, a year and a half or something like that. Or that's a year. kind of funny. And, and, and the other woman's on them. Team Canada. She's a Team Canada like Olympic gold medalist. I'm just <laughs> a casual so, man. hockey fan, so I don't know who she is. But yeah. And then everyone was chirping that cover because it's like they're in shorts and and like palm trees and stuff like that. And it was just like, bro, it's a hockey game. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. So, um, that got that got announced too. If you're into that, EA Burnaby, which they just call EA Vancouver, even though it's in Burnaby, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, are they? Is EA doing a golf game? Do they? They still are doing have a golf game. A golf yeah, game? EA Sports PGA Tour. No. No, I don't know what it's called, but they are. I know they're doing. Yeah. There's a Twitter account for EA Sports PGA Tour, but why would PGA do a 2K and EA game? That's interesting. Um, Their last tweet was 2021, so I assume that's not them. It's interesting how these licenses just sort of. Mm, spread they look at you know when an amoeba is being looked at under a microscope and it's like spreading and contracting and like sometimes it's touching a bunch of the other bits and sometimes it's not like mm-hmm. right now the mlb license is like just being spread like it's on switch it's on game pass uh <laughs> it's getting more players on non-playstation platforms than on playstation despite being a playstation exclusive for like 15 or 10 years which is silly so but, but, PGA but, Tour, EA Sports PGA Tour, Champion Golf is coming home spring 2023. Okay. But so then as a, but then PGA kind of feels like it just moves year to year. Like this year it's a big PGA 2K game. Next time it'll be a big PGA EA game spring 2023. Well, and, uh, and EA lost the FIFA license, right? Like it won't be yeah. called FIFA next year. It's going to be called like EA Soccer or Football or, Club or something. Yeah. 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 Stupid sport. Well, congrats to the team, several of whom I know, I guess three at 2K. So did they get HB did they get to Studios. meet Tiger Woods? Did he actually like come in and stuff? As I understand cool. it, it was just like their LA mocap stage, mm. which is much closer to where he lives. Yeah, that's fair. Um I don't think he went. He might have gone to the suit. Well, if he's the executive director, he should be up and in there, you know? He should be doing the morning scrums. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> With like his hands we, on the golf uh, upside down golf club in front of him. Should be checking the Trello and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. He's pointing at and... all the uh, uh, sticky notes on the wall with his golf club. <laughs> 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 okay. So salute to Tiger and the team who I'm sure is putting in just as much work as the people actually making the game and will spread the proceeds of this game's success evenly among everyone who worked on it. Uh, oh, Steve, so, yeah. moving over to London. And again, Keffels, the trans Twitch streamer who has just had an awful, awful month since their swatting on August 5th, which refresher swatting is when someone calls the cops and they're like, this person has a gun and they're dangerous and here's their address. And the cops show up and harass them on while they're streaming so that their viewers can see it. And then a lot of times they kill them because they're police and they do that often. Uh, Keffels is now no longer in the country. They were living uh, sort of hotel room to hotel room as they were getting doxxed every time people were sending stuff to each room with their dead name and like letting them know they know where they live. So they've been uh, sort of on a VPN to do internet stuff and just generally trying to retreat. It, and honestly, Steve, I read, um, uh, shoot, Unburnt Witch on Twitter 
uh, Zoe Quinn's book, um, Crash Override. And and she talks in they talk in that book about the days like after Gamergate and like it all blew up and like their information was getting sent out and people are driving by their house slowly and stuff. And like nothing's changed. Like the exact same thing that happened that summer to Zoe Quinn is happening right now to Keffels. The, the response from law enforcement is exactly the same. It's just getting written about while it keeps happening. And it's like watching, you know, like the same thing happen again and nothing's changed really just, uh, is upsetting and kind of discouraging, but they have set up a GoFundMe page, which we will link to in the show notes. Wow, they're at ninety-eight thousand of their hundred thousand dollar goal. Uh, they need to move, recoup the losses, build a legal fund. Um, so yeah, they're almost at their goal of a hundred thousand dollars to help get their life back on track. So I will link that in the show notes. Steve, they, any uh, thoughts on this story? They tweeted thirty or. Thirty-one minutes ago, mm-hmm. I've arrived in Europe safely, and my streaming setup is unpacked. Going live to talk some very important things. So, oh wow, okay, so probably more developments. Yeah, in this story <laughs> from when you listen to this, use your Amazon uh, free sub to sub to them. Everything helps, and yeah, props to a Canadian Twitch streamer who needs a hand. Yeah, uh, and I yeah everything you say I agree with. It's a garbage situation, and nothing's changed. And I just don't. <laughs> I just don't understand, man. Like when I don't mm. like someone or don't like a thing, I just, I just ignore it. Like it's so easy. It's easier to ignore it mm-hmm. and just like throw it into your like Twitter mention. Like you can just mute her or block her, and you won't see any of the things she's mentioning. And you can pick and choose your words. Like my Twitter feed is pristine now because <laughs> I just like got rid of all the shit. And I'm not talking trans stuff. I mentioned like I blocked out like Biden, Russia, yep, yep. China. Republicans reported then, your then, friend blah, blah, blah. to get them kicked off. Yeah, I reported you hundred <laughs> percent. And so I just, it's just like, it's it's beautiful. Every now and then something falls through, Sque- the cracks. squeaks through, but that's and, life. Uh, yeah, and I just, I just don't understand that these people who have hate in them to do this shit. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's disappointing. But it is disappointing. We're all dis- was- if you're listening and you participated in this, we are disappointed in you. Oh, I'm so not mad at this point. Actually, I'm also mad. But, I'm also um, mad at you. I think you should get hurt. <clears throat> the, um, the you know the Jane Sun Bob Strike Back. Uh, no, I haven't Did seen that one? one. So that whole movie, it's the fifth movie from Kevin, whatever his name is, Smith. Smith. And basically, the whole movie is that these guys um, are based off, or sorry, a comic book is based off the two characters, and they're making mm-hmm. a movie based off the comic book. And they make fun of people on the internet are making fun of the movie because it looks like trash. So they get all mad at them and they actually end up going to like Hollywood to get the movie shut down. The end of the movie, because they get paid out from royalties, is they travel across the United States and just start beating the shit out of people who make fun of them online. (laughs) And it's like they're going to like kids houses and then like grown adults in suits and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is actually kind of what we need like. Just some, just yeah, like we, ass we have built, kids. we have built the largest surveillance state in the history of human history. And I still get eight fake phone calls a day from duck cleaning services, the RCMP, the CRA. Like if we took that massive spy network and, and just surveillance infrastructure we've built and like stopped SWATs and prank and like uh, scam calls and messages. I would, I would be buying like Pentagon t-shirts. I would buy big RCMP 
bumper sticker for my car. Like, like if we used the, the, the infrastructure we've built to like improve my life or anyone's life in any media, a, a tiny way, I'm on board. I'm on the team. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Oh, man. Anyway, Steve, next bit of news comes at us from Gamescom and a studio in Montreal called Red Barrels. The Outlast Trials is getting a closed beta. I almost said beta, like a British person. Uh, the beta will be running, fittingly, Steve, over Halloween weekend. So that's, I think it's like the 27th to the 1st. Uh, did I get there? Right? No, the 28th to the 1st. So, yeah, you'll get all the spooky times in there. Um, they uh, are said they're going to announce more news on how to sign up and what to expect from the beta at a, at a later date. But they included a new gameplay trailer with this announcement from Gamescom that you got to be 18 to watch on YouTube, it seems. Uh, <laughs> but it's showing off more of the... Because if you don't know, they're going multiplayer, Steve, as everyone mm-hmm. has to. As every successful single-player developer at some point, gosh darn it, just has to go multiplayer. Uh, Red Barrels, Barrels is making Outlast into a cooperative sort of PvE uh, game that maybe mixes in a little Dead by Daylight because it's you versus like d- deranged enemies in, in a shared creepy space. Maybe mixes in a little bit of like that classic Outlast run and hide and seek gameplay while you're like fixing up traps and unlocking doors to proceed out of rooms. That's mm-hmm. what I'm picking up from this trailer. What do you think? Yeah, I'm just watching it right now. Um, so, yeah, it's, I mean, it seems disgusting. <laughs> There's a lot of gross stuff going on here. Yep. I'm not seeing the multiplayer part of it, though, because it still just kind of looks like if I'm if I'm just watching this without even knowing, I just think it's a normal single-player game. I'm not seeing, like, other characters kind of interacting and stuff. My... Uh, I'm going to get a free... Because there's one part where you're, like, pushing a... I'm watching like the Twitter, like the Twitter one that you posted in the story. So, and I'm not watching like I don't have the sound on or anything. So oh, okay. But it does look really like I mean, it looks pretty sweet though. I um, guess yeah. I don't specifically see another human-controlled <clears throat> player, but I am seeing a lot of like first person. No, no, I see one. Uh, the guy lifts the gate, and it looks like someone else runs out. And I see a bunch of different uh, players you're playing as. Like for the last third, you're a black woman. For the first little mm. part, you have white forearms, and then you're this white lady at the start. Oh, yeah, at, like, 30 seconds, you see what it looks like. It looks like everyone's kind of in a Saw game, because you're all, like, strapped to chairs, kind of, like, joined at the hands oh, and, yeah. and, and so, ankles. So is it, co- is it co-op? Yeah, it's PvE, so it'll be you and other players against the machine slash But it's not going to do, slash. like, the four versus one thing that Dead by Dead No, 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 it's going to be just co-op, yeah. Kind of like Overwatch's PvE mode, I imagine, uh, but with Outlast gameplay instead of Overwatch gameplay. Nice. I might, yeah. uh, I mean, I won't, ch- I won't check out the beta, but... I, I am. I, I really love Outlast, Steve. Did, I'm going to get in this. Did you sign up for it? Uh, no, they don't have any details yet. The last tweet oh, from them it? says, uh, expect more details in the future. <clears throat> Do they have a release date for this thing? Or? Uh, I don't think so. Let me see. They don't even, oh, yeah, they have a Steam page, and the Steam page says coming soon. So, mm. Oh, I can request access to the playtest via Steam. Mm. Oh, there, there we oh, go. Press, All right. press kit. Where's the press kit? I'm in. All right. Shall we do the next news story, Steve? Yeah, let's do it. Quebec, the city in Quebec, the province, is where Gearbox Quebec is, for the first time since being founded, heading up development 
on a gearbox project steve it's called the title includes the word new tales from the borderlands it took me like four times hearing it and reading it before i figured it out so the game is called new tales from the borderlands so when you refer to it you can refer to it as the new tales from the borderlands which is funny uh the studio is a new super mario brothers whoa and new 3ds xl uh This studio was formed in 2015. I believe their first project was the D&D DLC for uh, Borderlands 2, which sort of got, got, got them into the engine. They assisted, I think, on a couple other Gearbox projects, like, like Bulletstorm mm-hmm. and other ones. Uh, then, of course, they helped with Borderlands 3, and most recently, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Earlier this year, they were a big part of. But this is the first time they will be leading development on a project. Steve, they're hitting the last gen, which, come on, it's 2022. This game probably Oh, are they really? Out. Wait, last gen only? No, they're hitting last gen and next gen, so PS4, oh, 5, okay. 1, Series X, and Epic Game Store. But, like, Steve, I'm I'm over it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm done with those <laughs> last consoles. And it does drag back the performance possible of the game when you have to hit those early 20... 20- 13 steve do you remember 2013 um yeah heather and i had just started dating wait and games looked a lot shittier did we just start dating actually honestly the difference isn't even that noticeable between the two but yeah we started yeah we just started dating when i got the when i got the ps4 nice and you still managed (laughs) to after get just getting a ps4 uh, stick it through salute. Yeah. She <laughs> saw me buy a PS4 controller like two weeks before the PS4 came out. And I think at that moment she kind of realized <laughs> what, what she was getting herself into. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, but yeah, and it, it's interestingly not going to be a full price game, Steve. So the deluxe is $59.99 and the <clears throat> normal is $49.99 Canadian. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you, so how are you feeling? about did you like those telltale games or what are your so i didn't realize that they got the rights to this but when i looked it up um they got the rights in february 2021 they bought it back 2k uh bought the rights back specifically uh, and they actually announced this game in a tease earlier this year i kind of linked at the bottom of the news story it's like a arch concept it's like the borderlands logo uh, with like three people under it and it's like a moon but it's like the next the new tales from the borderland is coming Oh, wow, they were teasing the name way back then. That's good. Um, But, yeah, I liked the last one. I thought it was the funniest, probably, of all the Telltale games. Uh, And I I completed it and enjoyed it. And I liked Loaderbot. I liked the finger gun scene. Uh, I liked a lot of the the episodes. I liked the the finale or whatever, like the kind of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers battle or whatever. See, I don't remember that at all. Wasn't it a big robot battle at the very end? No, I, I could very well be. Like, I only remember <laughs> little bits of it. And also, my taste in games has changed a lot since Tales from the Borderland came out. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll check this out. It's interesting they're going $50. Like, the border, the, the Telltale games like were always like twenty four ninety nine in my head. It was like $5 an episode uh, <clears throat> or slightly less on tax if you buy the season pass. So doubling that for a, another one of those kind of games. Interesting. I guess that's inflation, isn't it, Steve? I guess so. Did they, <laughs> did they announce if they're, if they're going to release all of them at once or if they're going to stagnate them like before? I believe it's just going to release <clears throat> all at once. I don't know. That's a good question though. That's a good call. I like that more. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 
Hmm. I like the Telltale games if it was a, a th- like a, a series that I was already interested in. So I like the Walking Dead ones and I like the Batman ones, but I didn't really, the gameplay and stuff I wasn't really crazy about. So Borderlands, I wasn't like, I didn't really enjoy it that much because I don't really care about the Borderlands universe at all. Mm. Um, it was funny. It was well written and stuff, but the whole time I was playing, I was just like, this is just for trophies. Um, and I don't know. I'm just like interested how this is going to play out. Cause this is, there's three former telltale games coming out from, I think three different studios. Maybe they are, they're kind of a, they're kind of a licensing shell company now since their rebirth. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's the same thing. Like, you know, these games already kind of didn't do well and you're just sort of going back to the well. Mm-hmm. I would have, if they were interested in expanding the Borderlands universe, um, I would have, like, with different genres, I would have rather they do a different genre. But, I mean, it's a different studio, and it's not going to be the same studio making the same game over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a completely different studio, one that's already kind of proven themselves with the Borderlands universe in terms of all the DLC and shit they worked on. So, mm-hmm. you know, called me, called me mildly hype. Mildly hyped. Steve, so the Deluxe Mildly. Edition is $10 more, and it comes with uh, Tales from the Borderlands, the like original one made by um, Telltale. And I believe this will be the first time they're on next-gen, if I double check. Yeah, is that getting a PS5? Is that getting a PS5 version? There isn't a next-gen version, so there's going to be... Sorry, there isn't a next-gen version of Telltale's Tales from the Borderlands, so this will be the first time Tales from the Borderlands is on (laughs) next-gen in the PS5 and Series SX versions of new Tales from the Borderlands. (laughs) Right. Because that was was always the weird thing with it, because it's like the engine just chugged and was such shit. Oh, miserable. The last one I tried before (laughs) I stopped playing Telltale games forever was that Batman one, and the amount of times like the audio (laughs) would just completely drop out, the dialogue wouldn't be synced up with the mouth you would click something the the animation would happen and then sound effects would come in it was did you ever miserable. did you ever play it on vita no <laughs> Bro, dude, walking dead on vita was a struggle oh that's a awesome. struggle and i mean they're originally ps3 and 360 games right like that's, right. That's, and, and even before the walking dead which is when they got big it was like the back to the future and sam and max yeah, stuff and um um, what was the other Jurassic, day? Jurassic Park? Park I, oh, I remember yeah. Jurassic Park, dude. I played that one. Um, and so, yeah, I remember thinking, I'm like, you guys must have so much money because you have all these games pumping out. Like, why don't you just spend some time fixing your engine? Then it turns out they didn't have money, and that's why they didn't spend any money on their engine because they just had to like keep pumping out all the stuff. They never made anything that they actually owned. So, huh. um, I don't know. It was kind of a weird thing. I but I'm just like. I'm like, I thought we were already kind of, I don't know. I guess it's been a while since the last game though. So um, maybe people are kind of itching for it, but dude, the one I'm most, I am really excited for Wolf Among Us season two, just because it ends on such a huge cliffhanger. And because if they really, I never played that one. So allegedly they have a completely new engine and allegedly they've rehired a lot of people who have worked on the first season of the Wolf Among Us. Allegedly, this is telltale you should not trust most things they tell you. Uh, and and so that's the one I'm most excited for just because I've like honestly been really con- con- curious and interested in, in picking up where that left off, especially if it's technologically competent. Um, so that is yeah. what I'm actually excited for. It's that's funny, the Steve. One, that's what I'm interested in. Like if the reviews come out and it's like it lags, blah, blah, blah. For Dude, even sevens, games. like a seven out of 10 average. I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. Just I'm curious. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, on I their, guess, did did they give a release window or anything like for that? Wolf Among Us Two? Or, oh, for, no, uh, no, for New Tales of Borderlands is launching October twenty first this year, Steve. Within Ooh, a month, mu- two months. That's my anniversary. <gasps> do you want tale- New Tales of Borderlands? Do you want to play with Heather? You can sit on the couch together, pass the no, controller back and forth. I think there's something else coming on our anniversary, and I joked about that one. But I, oh no, it uh, was it was this because I tweeted. It and oh it nice, like there no, you go. It, it got no likes. It no, was it one of our worst <laughs> worst performing tweets recently. Uh, interestingly, on the FAQ for New Tales from the Borderlands question, does Tales from the Borderlands feature any multiplayer? Answer: No. This is a single player game. Uh, that's good. Yeah. All right, Steve. Sometimes these games are fun to play with others, though, because it's just like. Dude, the You're one that not. did it, like you've seen, have you seen Man of Medan, the uh, uh, no, super I'm in, massive game studio? That. So how they do ones. it is beautiful because it is just Telltale, like that's what you're doing. But you can play up to four characters, like as actual people in your in in the room in front of you. So you can either have one controller, you pass back and forth between the four characters, or give everyone a controller. And it is like it changes the Telltale experience from a everyone shouting at you what to do to like it it becoming like relationships between characters. Like you're all like doing a little not acting, but like cool. you control one character, I control one character and there's actual tension between those characters in the game that now we're having in real life and i loved it nice yeah i remember yeah. like playing um i know it's your one of your favorite games detroit become human mm-hmm. with Heather and, and she we were like pretty invested playing it together and just like making the choices and and stuff so th- th- these games do like it is fun to play them with others even though you're not like someone's not going to be directly playing and you're not mm-hmm. even really directly playing that much either really no when you break it down, you're just pressing X's with occasional, um, occasional. What's it called? Mm-hmm. The quick time events. Although when you mess so. up the getaway sequence, when everyone's watching you, and suddenly it's your fault, the whole ending sucked. But that's a whole other thing. Yeah, Detroit Become Human. I was doing so well, and then the ending just fucked up. Basically, <laughs> ruined the, the entire. Me too. Me too. All right, Steve, let's get back into news here because I want to highlight from Toronto and the Hand-Eye Society. They did this thing called a mixtape, Steve, released on Itch.io for free, although obviously they want you to support the developers who made games you're going to play. It is a, quote, anthology of some games we think you'll really like. So everyone who contributed to the mixtape got $50 Canadian for their work. It's a, it's a, it's an anthology. It's a, it's a collection of little game experiences. Two of the games in the collection are by Canadian artists, uh, Techno Olympus by Seamus Lee, uh, and Currents by Slime Friends, which is a cute little, uh, puzzle, puzzle game about some ships on the open ocean going around, uh, in like, it's like golf where there's like a certain amount of strokes or moves you want to do it in. Uh, and then nice. Techno Olympus, uh, I didn't read about this one. Play as the salient hunter and join the chariot operate, operative or the one runner and gain, gain glory for your organization. Seems like an action game. Oh, you can play right in the browser, so you don't even need to download. But all that to say, they put out this mixtape. I like the art, which also they got a Toronto artist to do the cover art. And I think this is a cool idea. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Volume 2, I didn't even know what they did before but um they're already taking submissions for mixtape volume three if you want to get in there steve also here oh they linked to volume one too so when did they do this i don't see a date volume Um, two was oh i remember train panic i remember this game 17 days ago volume one yes 
So they're they're pumping these out pretty quickly. So I, I bet oh, nice. mixtape three might be end of next month. Maybe. No, where do you see it's seven days? Because this Tram Panic game that I'm seeing on no, Volume No, sorry, one. yeah. Volume 2 was 17 days ago. Whoops. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. this is pretty cool. I always kind of, like, wanted this sort of stuff for, like, on Steam. Like, Steam sale of Quebec. Steam yeah. Sale, blah, blah, blah. Just always, give me a bunch of the games of together. Yeah. So mm. this is pretty sweet. Um, yeah. Do I want to? Ah, oh, man. I'm just like, do you want to support this? But you can't play it on your Steam Deck, can you? On the Dad Deck? Uh, is there an Ichio thing on? Um, on I think uh, you have to install I'm, Windows. Mm, I haven't done that because apparently, well, a I'm it not eats up storage to do stuff, and yeah, it eats up storage, and c it it just annihilates your battery. <laughs> like Tough. when I was when I was watching reviews, someone was playing Halo Infinite on Windows because you can't play it through Steam on Steam mm. Deck, and uh, it was plugged in, and the battery went down like five percent after like ten minutes or something like that. So that hurts. It. Uh, I was just like, ah, you know what? I'll stick with Steam. Even like the PS Five uh, streaming that I've been doing lately, mm-hmm. it's like just an app that's in. Steam than Steam. It's not like I go to desktop mode to play it or anything like that. And is it pretty draining? <clears throat> uh, no, actually, that one is pretty pretty good. I think it's like if you're doing it outside the Steam OS thingy, then it's it's tough. Okay, because they have that Linux thing that's probably optimized. Yeah, but if you but then if you jump into Windows mode, then it's like then it kind of you're killing it basically because it's also not optimized to do that. <sighs> Hold on Anyways, a sec. These uh, mixtapes are pretty sweet. Face. I'm sweating in here, Steve. We got we got to move this along. <clears throat> All right. Well, we still got a shit ton of stories. So we do. Running, stay stay in, in Toronto. I am. We're just gonna cook and, cook and talk. Uh, staying in Toronto, a couple physical copies of Canadian Indies. First, a short hike by Adam Robinson. You. It's getting a standard and collector's edition from Super Rare Games, which is like British limited run games. Uh, the Switch Standard Edition comes with some trading cards, but the Collector's Edition actually had some hype on Game Dev Twitter because it comes with a big like topographical like map uh, of the island from the game. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> And so the way he made the map was through like a custom camera shader, like top down thing, and then just sort of drew on it. And so he had like this gif, uh, Adam Robinson on, on Twitter of like the process for making the map that comes with the game. And he was like, I don't know what to do. So I just made this custom like camera, uh, topographical thing and like moved the camera up and then drew the like, cause you know how dots on like park maps are like signify the paths and stuff. And he's like, so yeah. I kind of just did all that and then took a picture and it's like, ah, oh, this looks cool. And everyone was sharing it so that you can get a big box with like a notebook a bunch of stickers postcards um, i just want the poster it's 94 dollars 94 pounds hmm, that'll be worth a lot less soon hey 92 uh, usd uh so like 180 canadian dollars no i'm kidding <sighs> no <laughs> Steve, it's gotta be like Steve. 150 or so that's walk that's walk away from a short hike and across the pond stay in toronto with me Okay. A trio of Benjamin Rivers games are coming in one physical copy from Limited Run Games, which isn't 92 US dollars. So this was just announced today, the day we're recording this, but Benjamin Rivers, uh, game designer, teacher, sort of indie extraordinaire, now co-founder of Bansy Co., which is a new studio they've started, uh, is doing a collection on Switch, which has a really interesting like hidden cover meaning I didn't really get. Uh, but it's a collection of Home, Postmortem Edition, Alone With You, and Worse Than Death. 
And on the cover, it lists the three games like sort of like a totem pole, and it's got text on it that says, being home alone with you is worse than death. Mm. So adding those being and is, and then putting the titles of all the games on top of each other spells something out, which like, is there a hidden connection between these three games? And I know you've had a lot of fun with these games. So what do you think about the, the collection and trio specifically? Yeah, I would, um, home is, is great. It's a mm. great game and you can play it on like a lot of things. Like it's on your, it's on your phones on Vita. You should play it on Vita. It's on PS4. It's on all those things. So, um, home is probably my favorite of his. If I, I mean, not that you asked, but if I, mm-hmm. I would go home alone with you worse than death, like in, in order of release or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, thematically they're pretty similar cause they all kind of involve like love and, and loneliness and death and stuff like that and mystery. Mm-hmm. But home, like alone with you is a sci-fi adventure. Like it takes place in space and home is like a murder mystery type of thing. Worse than death. I'm actually kind of blanking a little bit. It's like you're, you come, I think it takes place in the eighties. You like come back to town or whatever. But anyways, these games are awesome. Um, how much is this thing? It's on switch only. It's they're only doing it is switch only on games. switch. Unfortunately, Steve, but, uh, oh. for one of them, uh, it's thirty nine ninety nine US, uh, and then there. Oh, there's no collector's edition. Yeah, it's just the one. It's a reversible cover, so it's not two versions. You can just flip the cover. Right. Oh, what's on the other side of the cover? Uh, it's them split out into the three actual cover arts, like with defined like edges. Whereas the other one is that like blended text. Like if you look at the news story, I have the pic there. So the the one is like in the same font. It says being home alone with you is worse than death with the text like mm-hmm. over the game titles. And then the inside is just like the normal game font titles over top of the art. It's cool. It's a really clever title. I like it. I can't log into my account. <sighs> That's okay, Steve. We're going to move over to Vancouver. I was going to add it to my cart, but not <laughs> purchase. But not purchase it. Like a- yeah, so yeah, you can, you have until uh, you have until September eighteenth to pre-order. So I think they they do this differently for different limited run games. So for this one, it's just pre-orders are open until the eighteenth, and then we'll just make all those. You know what I mean? Okay, that's one of my so, good friends' birthdays. Oh, there you go. Get him a copy of three Benjamin Rivers games. Steve closing out in Vancouver with three announcements from Gamescom. Uh, Relics: Age of Empires Four is getting an anniversary update, and so not only is it the one year anniversary of Age of Empires 4, August last, or sorry, October last year. It is the 25th anniversary of the franchise itself that same month. So they're doing a whole bunch of events. Uh, the anniversary update for Age of Empires 4 adds the Ottomans and the Malians. Uh, game's 50% off. Uh, and, and the game is also free for people to play until Monday, August 29th. So sorry, Normie listeners, but patrons, check it out this weekend if you want. Uh, it's Steve, on Game Pass 2, isn't it? It is, and I had a lot of fun with Age of Empires 4. It was a really good... For for someone who doesn't play a lot of RTSs and generally doesn't enjoy thinking in real time other than piloting <laughs> around rocket-powered cars, I had a good time with Age of Empires 4. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the um, far, Part of the anniversary is a big Red Bull tournament and a bunch of other stuff on their blog post, which is in this story in the show notes last two news stories steve come at us from blackbird interactive also in vancouver oh shipbreaker is coming to ps5 and series sx it's also on game pass i've already installed it steve when i get back i'm going on vacation until september 4th 
Actually, wait, it doesn't come out till the 20th. Anyway, I mean, this is still true. It'll still be installed on my Xbox Series X when I get back. Uh, and it's also on Game Pass. Of course, this game won our best ongoing Canadian game, game as part of our end of year, or was uh, runner-up, place top three in best ongoing Canadian game. Nothing, nothing could touch Paralives. Big, uh, uh, big fan of Cliff, Cliffy B, too. Cliffy V, also a fan of Hard Space, liked our tweet, and we were all like, oh, cool. Uh, and then Blackbird also announced a delay to Homeworld 3. It was supposed to come out end of this year. It is now coming out first half of next year. Uh, huge pressure on Blackbird for Homeworld 3. This is the sequel to Homeworld 2 from 2003. Uh, mm, I also sure. looked up Homeworld 3 was originally a fig platform. Remember, like, figs, like the funding platform where you are an investor. So you get oh, money yeah, back yeah. relative to how much you put in. They raised 1.5 million that I'm sure is burnt through that 1.5 million is gone. Uh, maybe, I don't know how, for hundreds of devs in three years, Steve, what do you think that that money is still any presence? At Black Red Inter- yeah. They're like 200, I think right now, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, you got to imagine, I mean, they got other games too, too, but but that 1.5 specifically to make Homeworld. Yeah, 3. you got to imagine like conservatively, a dev will make let's say 80 grand, um, or like let's just average it out over senior devs and game testers and stuff. We'll say 75 grand. Dude, dude, as of August 2022, the month we're recording this, there are 331 devs at Blackbird Interactive. Yeah, employees, right? Not that like. Sorry, employees. yes, employees, yeah, yeah, employees. So if you say seventy-five grand, that's t- ten of those people is seven hundred fifty grand over a year. So twenty people is one point five million. So no, no, <laughs> that's gone. Money's gone. That's awesome. All right, money cool. Well, right well, pressure's on. First half of twenty twenty-three. Having read Jason Schreier's first book and planning to read his second on my next trip, um, the amount of pressure I imagine is existing in the offices at Blackbird as this juggernaut of a game is getting delayed six months adding costs like we've outlined here to the project is this the studio that reduced to four-day work weeks too yes and they said it saved them Hmm. so what does that tell you huh guys huh now i really hope homeworld 3 doesn't bankrupt them or i look stupid huh homeworld 3 comes out and they're like man homeworld 3 if we didn't do four day weeks and if we didn't uh give our devs more time to spend with their children they would all still have jobs and you can't make games any other way that's the worst case outcome of this can you imagine that press release oh man that would be miserable steve well not to end the news on a on a on a sad sad note but uh, they also showed off some some gameplay for the first time which for me an uninitiated rts noob who hadn't even looked at homeworld until i figured out this one was canadian uh looks like a bunch of ships flying around super zoomed out but people were excited on twitter so i guess as long as the nerds like what they see and come back to the trough for another dish that's all that matters isn't it steve it does all right let's go into some game releases after this song
All right, Steve. Couple games launched this week. I was a teenage exo colonist. Is out now on Switch, PS4, PS5, Steam, by <laughs> Northway Games in Vancouver. Uh, it's it's angsty alien teen uh, uh, deck building life sim RPG. These are all tags I'm reading off the Steam page, but it looks painterly. It looks like a it looks like a specific type of kids book. My cousins would ask me to read to them. Is the art style of this game? Checking out the um, PSM profiles. No one has Why a platinum. Nook, you could be the first, Steve. You could. It only has be the five. First. It only has five owners, actually. Which. Um, oh, that's not, not good. good. That's not good. <laughs> well, that's only five that's people who've signed into that website. Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, maybe the type of people who would play an angsty alien team deck building life sim aren't also huge trophy heads, huh? You ever consider that, Steve? Oh, 100%. Of course. <laughs> uh, but the trophy list is not appealing to you? Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not, I'm not taking a big deep into it. It's it's not like I can get data from here. Like average completion is 11%, but it's five mm. people. So like five people. It's, not it's probably like one dude who got it early or something, and then just people who bought it and just haven't really played much into it. So okay. not putting a lot of stock in that. It does look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I love this art style. I don't know. I'm gonna actually. I wanna. I'm gonna wish list it on. Uh, you gonna wish list this? Yeah, on on the PlayStation Store. Oh, okay. I'll count that. Yeah, please. Next did this launch. Get, um, did this get a, a physical release? I don't think so. No, this isn't. Okay. It has to do well as an indie first, Steve. Then they put it physically. That's Even true. Hades had to launch first before it got a physical copy. Hades uh, isn't a good game though. So. Oh, boom, boom. Doo, 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 doo. The second game launching this week from a Canadian developer, Skypire Studios in Ottawa, Evasive Maneuvers, an action arcade 3D flight game. Uh, we've covered a bit before on this program. Skypire, I believe, is, has been... Oh, they did that Blobs Fight game. That like, Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, Evasive Maneuvers, online PvP, partial controller support, August 31st, it's out. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very typical, like action arcadey 3d, sh- uh, like space shooter. Like you're going around big environments, shooting, sh- shooting out objectives, doing your yeah, tuck the, and rolls. The cool thing I remember liking about this is just the colors of some of these levels where it's like all red or whatever, and just mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. shades of red or all blue and different shades of blue and stuff like that to make other differences. So yeah, these screenshots are hot. There's like this nice yeah. purpley level I like. So this looks hot. Uh, Steve, huge update for Radio General. Remember Radio General and our friend Michael over at Foolish Mortal Games, the only non-mobile game developer in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan? Yeah, we he just were released. not good at this game. No, we suck ass at Radio General. Uh, but he has added DLC for 8 bucks called Water Rats. Uh, and in Water Rats, it's the autumn of 1944. Supply lines from the Normandy beaches are stretched to the breaking point. Take command of the first Canadian army once again and finish its journey through world war two by capturing the channel ports of balloon and Calais, the flooded polder County of Belgium. I'm sure this is like, it's the, you know, Jack Nicholson where he's like nodding while smiling bigger as he like leans in for all those like war nerds I knew in high school who would play this kind of game and like have the B 52 bomber t-shirts and like, bring your yeah. dad's medals to, to school and show them around. Like they, they're the sickos. I bet love this shit. So yeah. 90 plus new historical photos and videos. That'd be pretty sweet. nice. Yeah. They do their 
freaking research for this, Steve. They have letters from people in the battles that you're reenacting in this game for you to read and like enhance your your learning. Uh, it, it's great. So yeah, huge plug for Radio General on the Water Ads DLC and a huge port this week from Vancouver-based Daniel Mullen Games. Inscription is coming to PlayStation August 30th. I'm getting it on my PS5. Turning all the lights off. Whoa, really? Listen, you're going to double dip. I'm double dipping for this one just because, like, I want the big screen because this game fucking looks amazing. And my computer monitor isn't nearly as nice as my TV, so I want to I want to see it in all its <laughs> crunchy pixel goodness glory because it's a lot like a short hike where, like, this just looks good no matter what size it is. And I want it mm. as big and beautiful as possible. And, like, the new speaker stuff where your hand of cards is literally talking to you through the controller seems cool. I want to do both yeah. of that. Nice. PS4 and PS5. 10% uh, disc, uh, discount for a pre-ordering. So. 10%. I should do that. You'd and then a, it's a business expense. You'd be a fool not to. You'd be a fool not to. All right, Steve. I got some games for you to wish list. First up is Tall Poppy 2 by Attainable Entertainment in the not often talked about <coughs> Sudbury, Ontario. Are you familiar with Sudbury? Is there any Owen Sound Sudbury feuds? Anything going on there? No, they got the big nickel, though. They do have a big nickel. Yeah, I've uh, been there a few times, but no, they're they're like far. Like, it's still like, it's probably like five-hour drive from Owen Sound to Sudbury, so. Okay, not not close enough to be a fuel. Your, your high schoolers can't hit each other in front of their parents and, and develop a sort of pseudo feud between no. the, the towns no no okay but uh, well no our feuds were more along the georgian bay so Milford, <laughs> collinwood wasaga beach tokomori perry yeah. sound like all those places where they date perry sound like that's where perry sound could fucking <laughs> fall into the middle of the earth for all i care <laughs> Steve, Attainable Entertainment uh, in November of last year released Tall Poppy 1. They call it a comedy horror adventure, and they're back with Tall Poppy 2. Explore the city of Boots Bay where you must go to hell to discover the reason why Tall Poppy is tormenting you. Um, it's a, if a, they tag it, dark humor, comedy, FPS. Uh, it looks like, um, you know, as best you can do with a small team trying to do sort of hyper-realistic 3D environments. Uh, but there's a lot of cool perspective stuff at one point. There's like a giant hand like reaching over. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah. I'm picking it like imagine like GTA four at night and it's rainy. Uh, and there's some tall poppy, which is sort of just this guy in a black turtleneck with like the, the green face mask from like those, those morph suits people wear. Yeah. And he's, he's hunting you down. Uh, it's listed as coming soon. Mature content warning on this one, Steve. Don't play it in front of uh, Sophia. But as the husband, you will experience very, every up-close conflict and terrifying pursuit through a first-person <laughs> perspective. As the husband, Steve. You, you, you love playing as the husband after your day all the time. playing the husband. Uh, what do you think of Tall Poppy 2? Uh, yeah, I agree. The environment, like it, does, it really does look like a GTA Four in the rain, or whatever. I'm kind of interested in what the poppy thing is, because like in the trailer, like around near the end of the trailer, he's like, it looks like he's in the tr your car trunk or something, 
And then they have that screenshot of his hand reaching over the the city like it's TikTok uh, meme. Um, oh shoot, they do. So I don't know. This this does look pretty cool. I didn't. I don't remember Tall Poppy though. I don't think I copped that. So I did the first one. It's on my wish list. It's on my wish list. It got yeah. eighty-seven very positive reviews. So yeah, yeah, no kidding. So like that, like you know, that's not a huge chunk of change. But if you're a small maybe team in Sudbury who just got some money from an okay game, this was obviously a quick turnaround. Steam Deck compatibility is playable. Playable. Whereas manual configuration of graphics saying to perform well on Steam Deck. That's interesting. I've never seen that one before. Is Tall Poppy 2 from Attainable Entertainment, Sudbury, Ontario on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. Next game today on wish list is Carillion Beneath and Beyond by Spotless Mind Studios in Montreal. They uh, got to add us on Twitter to, to cover this one. So, of course, of course we will. This game kind of makes me feel like Astroneer underwater, if I'm that's, being honest. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, this looks like it's a mod for Astroneer or something. The year is 2058. Ocean sea levels have risen considerably and several coastal cities have been abandoned. As Laura Deckard, you will explore underwater stations and surrounding areas, help clean underwater ecosystems, and interact with the other denizens of the Blue World. So, you know, the the inevitable happened. Uh, all the real estate built uh, on the beach of Miami is now worthless. Uh, but... All of Florida. <laughs> Most of Florida is now worthless and submerged. Isn't, I think Florida is only like, the highest point is only like 50 meters above sea level. Or something oh, like it's some, yeah, it's something like by 2100, like there's a good chance over half the state's underwater, which is hilarious. But not the point, or I guess kind of is the point of Carulean Beneath and Beyond. Um, yeah, I'm pick, like there's like a little space station you can walk around and, and there's like other NPCs on that space Water station. station. Water station, you're right. Uh, I was in Astroneer mode. But it does look like you have the Astroneer backpack on. And everything's very colorful like Astroneer and very low poly. That's what makes it feel a lot like Astroneer is the low yeah. poly. It does look, um, um, yeah, it looks really cool, actually. I'm, I'm digging this. You play as part of the Maritime Protection Initiative for the MPA. Nice. Uh, this game is essentially a passion project worked on by a single developer for the moment where the aim is to allow players to explore and help protect underwater ecosystems and their wildlife, all while interacting with a possible future segment of mankind. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and then once again, there in Montreal, reached on Twitter. Uh, yeah, what do you think of Carillion, Steve? Yeah, I'm digging the premise, digging the look of it, being underwater. The, it's always like interesting because being underwater, like sometimes being underwater just sucks. Like. Mm-hmm. Just like it's not fun, but I maybe with like a game where its whole focus is going to be online or on, like uh oh shoot, what was the other one in into the it was not into the deep. Are you thinking what? Subnautica? Subnautica, thank you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. But yeah, when yeah, you when you have the shit. whole, they do, and so I can see, you know, obviously different scope, but uh, people clicking with this too is Carulian colon. Beneath and Beyond from Montreal-based Spotless Mind Studios on your Steam wish list. Yes, it is. Sweet. All right, Steve. Last game today on our wish lists is going to be This Bed We Made by Low Birth Games in Montreal, Quebec. It's coming out 2023. Quote. 
This Bed We Made is a third-person mystery game in which you play as a maid in a 1950s hotel and snoop around strangers' rooms to uncover their deadly secrets. Discover what links the clients together in this tale of love, heartbreak, and murder. Dun-dun-dun. So this one's Man, also this... very hyper-realistic. Uh, look at the like fog effect in front of the TV in the second screenshot. Like, oh, Okay, okay. This looks good, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I, I have a soft spot for the 1950s kind of stuff. Like I think aesthetic. It's so, yeah, like Ellery Noir and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that stuff Bioshock. Was, was dope, and it's just like a cool, interesting time, especially like in the United States and just whatever. Fallout. Like after the World War Two, mm-hmm. um, th- like aesthetically, this looks dope, and I think even premise wise, like it's pretty cool. Like. I don't know this. I don't know what's going on in these hotels where the maid just seems to be keep running into murderers. But <laughs> it's kind of like uh, the 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 key art is like a, an old pulp mystery novel where yeah. like the, the 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 spill of blood is coming out of a mop, and then in the blood reflection is the the title of the game and the f- face of the maid. It's it's great, and in the screenshots, it, it, you're looking around and it does that first person thing. Well, it looks like you're third person walking around the room, but when you pick something up, it does that first person thing where the object is in front of you and you can rotate it and spin it around. Yeah, because so. like the one screenshot is looking at the bed and it looks like it's kind of like it's first person and you kind of have to feel around the bed to to get all the clues and stuff. But you mm-hmm. walk around in third person. So um, I gotta be honest, this this game is exciting to me, Steve. Yeah, no, I'm feeling it too. Is this bed we made? Oh, I get it. It's like this mess we made, but she makes the beds. But the mess mm. can be the bed. There's a lot going on even in the title. Is yeah. this bed we made by Montreal-based Low Birth Games on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. Oh, wait, I hit an error. One second. Oh, no, I'm oh. good. Oh, he's good. You should cut that sound by like half a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut. No, you don't have to do that. You have to edit this night. I'm just joking. No, I know. I'll do the trailer song for this bed we made because it'll probably be spooky. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Imagine like if they can nail, they nailed the aesthetic in terms of the look of it. If they yes. grab the, if they can get the sound and shit too, hmm. home run. All right, Steve. Let's close out the show by talking about what we've been playing. Was there anything in Discord to discuss? Uh, there was that PS5 uh, price hike. Yeah, we a couple other that. Things. That was fun. Um, but nothing jumping out at you. Especially. No, I mean Dragon Slumber and I have been playing a lot of multiverses. So. All right, in that case, we might as well just talk about what we've been playing. Steve, how is multiverses? Multiverses, still dope. They the season one came out and now Morty is part. Or wait, which one's the kid? Oh, I don't know, Rick. That's Morty. Okay, Morty is a character. I didn't unlock him because I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, the game, like, it's still fun. It's like I'm sure nerds are kind of talking about like characters on unbalanced stuff like that dragon and i are actually like pretty good like nice we, we definitely win more than we lose and we keep joking about going to evo you can um, be you can be michael jordan in pga 2k 23 and multiverses what or no, no sorry that's lebron lebron james yeah it's lebron james oh they should um, put michael jordan in multiverses too that'd be sweet too 
Apparently, there's a huge like internet thingy about bringing Walter White. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, do game. they? Wait, what does AMC even do for games? Because they have a couple mobile games, but like, that's the thing. I don't know how like the Warner Brothers part works, but I don't like AMC. I don't think I can't think of any games. No, there was a Walking. There's Walking Dead games. Yeah, yeah. Based off the show. Hmm. Um, But yeah, a Breaking Bad game would be kind of hype. Yeah, I read one of those like Vince Gilligan wanted to do like an open world Breaking Bad game, like at the peak. I, I, I heard about that too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's still a lot of fun. I'm I'm desperately asking for like more uh, stages though, because they only have six, and it's just like, bro, like you have like, I don't know, there's like, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen ish characters, which you know is low compared to like the latest Smash Brothers, but it's still like a a decent, healthy amount. Mm-hmm. There's only six courses, and I'm like, guys, like throw some shit in here. Like, I imagine. Making a course or a stage is a lot less work than making a character. So I would imagine like, that as well, yeah. It was like, can you just throw some other theme shit in here, even if it's just different? Because, like, a lot of the stages are the same, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, just, like, one's in Batcave and the other one's, like, a Wonder Woman one or whatever. So, and this Finn's Treehouse I've seen. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's still dope. I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I, yeah, I bought the season pass. Um, so I'm making my way through that and I'm kind of just hype. I'm sure I check the, I don't follow them on Twitter cause I, that's one of my rules. I'm not following any of those accounts, but I do check it like every day where I'm just like, Oh, what they, you know, what they, what they say, what they hint at. <laughs> um, they got black Adam coming soon and spike from Dwayne. Gremlin. The rock Johnson said that his portrayal in black Adam will be unlike any role he's ever done, which I highly doubt because that's um, not why you pay Dwayne, the rock Johnson to be in your movie from, from the trailer. It <laughs> looks like he's basically just the rock. <laughs> Have you seen that picture of him in four different tan shirt and pant combos? <laughs> and the catch is just, these are from four different movies and he's been in four movies where he's in the jungle in the exact same outfit. Yeah, it's like Jumanji, and then there was the Rampage movie, yep. I think. Uh, there was another uh, one. There was Jungle Cruise, and then there was another one where he was just in the jungle with other celebrities, which I guess yeah. is what a, what a movie is. But <laughs> I don't know. There's two Jumanjis <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Uh, might be two um, Jumanjis. But yeah, it's still dope. And so Dragon and I have been playing quite a bit. Nice. Um, and uh, there's a trophy for playing 500 games with a friend. And you <laughs> every time you mention F- a trophy like that, I, I just hear like a, someone in a mine like picking sound like that's that's what plays in my ma- like you're slowly <laughs> chipping away at it like ting ting. Well, it's, it's, there's three trophies, right? Because it's, it's 25, 100 and 500. So I don't Oof. even have the 100 yet. So I, I tell I keep telling Dragon Slumber. I'm like, you're in this for the long haul. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, Good. But it's still dope. Still a lot of fun. You should play. Good. You should play with me. Play yeah, with I should finish the tutorial. That's how that's how butchered my attention span is. I can't even get through the tutorial on free to play fighting games now. What's happening, Steve? I don't know. <sighs> um, what about you? Speaking of season passes, I have purchased my second ever season pass in my lifetime. What was your and first? Apex Legends. Apex Legends, and it was because a bunch of my like I was at like level seventy on the pass, and it was like three weeks left, and I was playing pretty much every night with my friends, and they all had the pass, so they were like, "Just get it," and I was like. Okay, fine. I did it. Immediately regretted it. Got to like 117 out of 125, so I didn't even get the last cool gun. 
Um, and then I was Gun? like, I hate it. Yeah, you get like a skin. Yeah, skin at the end. You get like a cool skin. But I didn't even get there. I was like eight levels away. And it was just Are you talking homework. about Apex Legends? or Yeah, or... Uh, sorry, Apex Legends. Oh. It was, it was oh, just okay, homework okay. at that point. So I was just setting up my experience with season passes is I hate them and they make me feel bad. And I, and I see the gross psychology around them and it hurts me. But I did it again because I'm a human and I'll go back to the hand-crushing rock every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bought one for Rocket League because again I went in I was like oh I'm already at level like 80 out of a hundred it's 135 for some reason uh, and I was like oh, I might as well get it so I got it and then it bumped me up a bunch of levels and now I'm like I'm at like 105 out of 135 and I'll, I'll probably do it but I assume the same thing that happened last time will happen where I'll be like five away don't get the cool thing at the end immediately feel gross for having done it and then Maybe maybe that'll be my thing. Just every couple of years, I'll buy a season pass just to see if I still don't like it. Like I always do that with like olives or tomato juice and stuff. Like every couple of years, like yep, still don't like this. So maybe that's what season passes will become for me. Yeah, I, I'm feeling that too because multiverse has it, mm. and then Battlefield 2042, which I've been playing. And the only reason I've been playing is because the season's almost over. And you bought the season pass, or and well, they gave EA. This was one of the games where EA just sent us a code. Oh yeah, a code without mm. any. Wait, no, I'm trying to. Oh no, it was. Um, they sent um, the, the Guardians the, of the Galaxy game. They right. sent a PS5 code without any. And usually, when they do like send codes, they're like, "Oh, do you want to do code?" Blah blah. And I just, I now ignore them. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Guardians of the Galaxy, they literally just sent me a PS5 code. And then for Battlefield nice. 2042, they sent me, like, do you want a PS5, PS4, Xbox, whatever code? And I was like, fuck it, PS5. So they, because it was like EA, whatever. Um, so I, it's the, like the one with all the battle passes paid for or whatever. Okay. Like it's like two or three battle passes. So I've just been playing because I'm like, well, there's a lot of missions. And I'll just try to like get as far. I don't care about the cosmetics. Is the thing, mm-hmm. like it's a battlefield game. Like, I feel like this battle pass shit is not applicable to battlefield. Like, it, they shouldn't have it. It should just go back to map packs and stuff like that, and just pump up maps. Because, like, who really like? I'm 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 stunned when like, what do you want? The different camouflage of like a gun or different like stupid gun little <laughs> charm things like. Every time I unlock, I literally just equip it to just get it out of the menu so I don't get like a notification saying like, you have a new cosmetic. I don't want that. Um, so I'm just like playing through it. But in my head, I'm like, okay, I still want the stuff. Like I still mm-hmm. need to get as far into the battle pass as I can. So I've just been playing it. Um, and I think the new season starts in like a couple of days or whatever. So I'll, I'll dive into it. Like they definitely have patched it and, and whatnot and it's fun. Um, but the same thing, <laughs> but the same thing is like, you need, I, I want more maps and they're only adding one map wow, per season. You have the same problem with two different games. What What is the map deficit? What's going on at these studios? It's all being <clears throat> pumped into detailed skins they can sell, huh? I guess just the skins and stuff, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Well, I think multiverses is more, it's like beta or whatever. Right, right. So I'll, I'll forgive them for that. Battlefield 2042 though, while I do kind of, like I do like it. They definitely, they definitely kind of cheaped out on on the features of the game. Like there's no single player in the game, right? So it's like it was just multiplayer. Oh yeah. And they launched with like seven or eight maps or something like that. And they mm. only had one in the first season pass, and they'll have one in this one. And it was a mm. good map, but it's just like after a couple of hours, I'm like, all right, well, 
whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just going the rotation. So I'm playing Battlefield 2014. Having fun okay. with it. But trying to grind out that season pass. And I, I know what you mean. Right? Yeah. I'm just like trying to battle it. And there's another game. And I did it for Rocket League, Steve. Because like when you... I was playing Rocket League because I, I was loving it and having fun. So I was extrinsic, or sorry, intrinsic motivation that we learned in design school. And then buying the season pass turns it into extrinsic motivation. Like, oh, now I'm doing it to like make the bar fill up. And, and you know, I'm still, I like, I, I don't think it's going to affect how I feel about Rocket League because I still love clowning on kids till they forfeit and that'll never get old. Um, but it did affect, like, I, I really stopped playing Apex after that season, which I don't know if I would have done that anyway as my friends mm-hmm. dropped off. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's also at the same time, like, I do play thousands of hours of this game and I've never spent a cent on it, which is like, you know, I just, it's also a billion-dollar parent company and a billion-dollar uh, publisher, so who cares? But, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's fair. Mm. Um, um what what else? I'm, okay, two point campus. What is this? What two point campus is, is uh, so there was two point hospital a few years ago, which was a spiritual successor to Theme Hospital, which was like a big game in the I think early two thousands. But it's a real time strategy game, and uh, it, it's kind of like a less intense Planet Coaster or like Planet Zoo, where like in those Sims you can edit very minute details about like your business and you can like get into the there's like spreadsheets and charts and you can do a whole bunch of like really intricate things and like you can edit in those games your like fences on like different angles like it's not all just right angles two point Mm. campus and i think two point hospital although i didn't play it are much more like fisher price a real-time strategy where like a lot of the tough edges are shaved off and it is just like goofy it's also like these games i think part of the i i'm I'm not familiar with the the theme hospital and two-point hospital and this sort of genre of games but they're very goofy like at two-point campus you teach like cyanography or like one of the scenarios is you operate a culinary school that's actually a spy school so you have like to maintain like the culinary classes and like food kitchen or like the kitchen classrooms. But then you also have like an obstacle course you're hiding and like a laser room while you're like pretending to be a culinary school while you're actually teaching spies. So there's like fun stuff like that going on. And yeah, it's just, it's just a, I don't know why I called it RTS cause it's not strategy. It's a real time sim. It's a real time sim. It's like, mm. uh, yeah, it's like roller coaster tycoon or planet, uh, zoo or any of those it's on game pass Thanks. it's really fun and yeah the scenarios are rather silly I, I really like them and i rarely play the scenarios i usually just go into sandbox mode and and have fun until i'm not anymore and then uninstall like that's what i did with roller coaster tycoon and zoo tycoon as a kid but no two yeah. point campus two point campus is legit and i didn't realize uh it's being received quite well on consoles which i can't imagine playing that with a controller because you know it is like you're dragging you're like making rooms by like dragging corners with a mouse. Like if they could translate that good for them, that, that doesn't seem easy. Um, yeah. And I also jumped back into animal crossing new horizons this week. And honestly, like, I don't know all the articles this week, Steve. And if people, I guess as Steve's learning how to, uh, motivate me, let's say on last week's episode, when I was talking about writing up the Nightingale story, you're like, Oh, you're right for the site. Well, guess what? Steve I wrote like eight goddamn articles this week. And every single one in the show notes is, uh, is linking to our website, CanadianGameDevs.com, where we wrote the story instead of like Kotaku or wherever I usually link to. Um, but yeah, part of 
that this week for me was just like I cleaned up my Animal Crossing house and town like everything had overgrown all I was a bunch of paths middle of making a bunch of paths that just trailed off into nowhere so like I don't know I took a couple afternoons and like made outside of my house look great and like finished all the paths on my island and then I'm like making my rooms inside my house into like actual rooms that I like sitting in and like while I was kind of doing the Animal Crossing cleaning I was doing some like brain cleaning and like working on the site stuff getting into the groove steve you know me it was like almost yeah. meditative i hear it that's sweet yeah. yeah and it's it's still good they've <laughs> added so much to it like you go to the nook terminal thing and they've added like they've updated every app on like your in-game phone to like the plus version which just unlocks a bunch more tools uh, and you can keep buying upgrades for your house's storage which i've decided i'm just going to clean out tom nook ev- or the nook kids every day and just put it all in my house till i have every item in the game because that's my what usual... i was doing too I was, yeah i was doing that too i was buying every single thing and then just because but... i was playing that game like every day with sophia because she loved it Ooh, Tales yes. Rise is 35 bucks um and yeah i was just i was like i'm just going to go and buy because like i just millions and millions of coins or whatever the bells or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we haven't played in quite a while too, so I'm sure our island is just a piece of shit. <laughs> Cockroaches everywhere, weeds everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's still good. And lastly, Steve, I have, I think Hades is going to be the first Series X game I buy because it's leaving Game Pass this week. I've dived back into it this past week, and I've gotten to the last boss. I assume everyone knows. And like that last boss's last health bar, like a quarter full, maybe like four times this week. And I'm getting to the last boss like every run. Like I'm at that point where I've done everything and I've proven I can do everything like back to back except the last boss. And there is nothing more deflating than getting to him after an hour, getting to a quarter of his second health bar. And then uh, I die, go all the way back to the beginning. Like I'm like, do I really want to play another hour of this? Cause I know I'm going to get there again or not. And unlike returnal with this one, you can just pause in the middle of a run. And I've done that a lot, um, but mm-hmm. you can do a groove in a run, Steve, like once you're, and you can do a groove, like going up to a boss fight where it's like, Oh, if I could just restart right now, I bet I would be able to do it. Cause I'm learning and getting better, but no, let's throw out all of my abilities I've been using for the past hour and just wipe Steven's poorly planned attention span, deficient brain, to zero and just throw new stuff in it and and just i don't know i don't like that feeling but i like i want to beat him so i'm probably gonna buy this game physically wow so when does it leave game pass i think this week i'm pretty sure it's end of august or it's the first week of september hades leaves game pass august 31st wow so what if it what if it then immediately goes into PlayStation? Oh, wait, you don't have the PlayStation. I have the middle tier until January. If it does middle tier, I'm good. Although, so I, I would I hold can't... off. I would hold off just to wait to see if it, it does jump to PS Plus. But I would lose my save. And for this you rogue would. light, I actually need it because I have all the Death Defiance. I've completely upgraded oh, the mirror okay. almost. Interestingly, there's only cross save in this game between Steam, Epic Games, and Switch. No one else has crossplay, which was just feels specifically designed to piss you and me off, Steve. Yeah. Stupid switch. Um, I do have a little bit of a conundrum. Hit me. I'm feeling a zombie game. Yes. I have Back for Blood. Uh, i kind of interested in Dying Light 2, eh. but then Last of Us also comes out in... First week of September, right? In, in like a week and a bit. Yeah, what, just wait for Last of Us, man. Like, wait finish, for Last of Us. Yeah, you finish... You've got those Canadian games on deck, 
quote unquote deck. You got uh, Donna Monsters and Witchwood and uh, the other one you mentioned. So yeah, just just dad deck out the end of August until Last of Us comes out, and then that's the zombie single player. Mm. Okay. Because mm. I was I was itching for Back for Blood and the season uh, was like season pass. Wait, Back for Blood on, has season passes? Yeah, it had. Well, not sorry, not not like a battle pass thing, like a C, like a DLC pass thing, like three chapters or whatever. Huh. <clears throat> um. So that was on sale, and I was like, "Ooh, I should get that before it goes off sale." And then it didn't go out. Then, like, then I didn't do it, and now I'm just like, Ugh, "Like, do I like? I rather nah, just don't do it. Leave, mm-hmm. leave yeah. back for blood." In uh, when did that come out? Was that this year? There's no way that was this late, year. Late last year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Leave it in 2021. It, it was, it was all right for, for a few weeks. I liked it. I played it on Game Pass. I liked it. it Me fun. too. Um. So yeah, I think I'm on it. Okay. Yeah, I'll wait for yeah. Last of Us. Yeah. But, Sounds good. Uh, I mean, I do have to grind out these battle, these uh, Battlefield twenty forty two, whatever. But it's like a single player. Thing. The other thing too is I've been itching for like Elden Ring because like I'm playing yes. on my Steam Deck. I'm streaming from PS five. Works great. Yes. And I'm like, maybe it's time to go back to Elden Ring mm. uh, and just see because I don't even remember anything. <laughs> Elden Ring was already a stupid game in terms of story and and where you yes. and all that stuff. And now I'm like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you anything this turtle even pope. name a single thing mm, st- one starts with an m uh <clears throat> that's I all know. i got yeah so and that's that's all we got this week steve for this episode number 217 the com podcast only a few weeks out from last of us maybe i'll get that matthew gallant or er, guy from night dog onto the podcast that'd be cool I, I replied yeah, to him on Twitter. Cool. He didn't even like it, but that's okay. I'll, I'll send an email. <laughs> D- DM him. DM him. DM. Slide into his DMs. I will. Uh, if you want to help us do sh- chicanery like interviewing game developers who are Canadian who work on big games we like, you can do that. Patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. Two-day early access to the pod. Uh, a special channel on our Discord where we just talk to patrons and none of the other scum who support us. No, we love you. And if you back us at the credited tier or higher, we would like to personally thank you at the end of every episode. So a huge thanks to Aaron McLeod, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Jean Leggett, Kai Hutchins, Meow the Leon, and Nicholas Azorko. Drops review if you can on the platform you're listening to us on. Uh, follow at Canada Game Devs on Twitter. Contact at CanadianGameDevs.com. All the stories we talked about this week, as well as the events. I put the events on the website, Steve. We're linking to our own events now. CanadianGameDevs.com. Uh, I'm going on vacation for a week, but we're planning to hit the ground. This is just a taste. This is just a This is just a, a sampler of the, the raw... A pure force I'm going to push into this website in the month of September. Uh, wow. So so stay tuned for that and, and support us on patreon.com slash Canadian Game Devs. Um, all right, Steve, what are the bets we got working on? Gotham Knights, Metacritic, not out yet. Uh, Two Falls, not out yet. Browns make the playoffs, hasn't even started. Um, you bet the blank, the Blue Jays will make the World Series. Is that or is we still feeling confident in that bet steve yeah we're still on pace for that they'll make the, they should make, <laughs> the make them so should they, that's it no you said make the world series on uh in may 14th no i know i know but but to make the world series you gotta make the playoffs first so that's we're true, on pace to make the, the playoffs you so. want to set reasonable achievable goals and not like just 
shoot for the moon. Well, it's like, okay, so the goal is make a video game, but what do you got to do before all doing all that shit? Right. Gotta... It really is all like game development, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, the, the Yankees aren't going to be being the single, every season, single record. season record. All right. Yeah. Cool. You can just, you can we'll just scrap with that. Loss right away. Boom. Big L for the Yankees. <sighs> all right, Steve. I guess that's it for 2017 in the books. Thank you for listening. Join our Discord to hang out and chat with us. And as always, stay classy. Bye. Boom. And then I'll play the Homeworld 3 song here. That'll be fun. I don't know if it's any good. How am I doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm sweating, but it's good, though. This is going to be a good episode. I'm excited to, like, publish this and just take off for a week, you know? It's going to be great. Nice. Yeah, that's good, Steve. That's a nice pregnant pause, you know? I was actually yawning. I was in a deep yawn. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sorry, not, not, not boredom yawn, just, like, I'm... Oh yeah, he's he's so sleepy on a what is it Friday? Yeah, it's the freaking weekend, Steve. Go to bed. Uh, Oh man, can't wait.